Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. He's breathing right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, 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 hey. Hey. You don't know what song I'm singing now. You're trying so I was like hard. trying to follow. You know that SNL skit where they like <laughs> one of them singing a fake song? No. It's Cat and Garth. They're, they're, they act like oh they're like God. a duo that's rehearsed, <laughs> but they don't know the songs and it's it's Kristen Wiig and um, who's the guy from Portlandia? Oh, uh, Armisen. Yeah, Fred Armisen. Fred Armisen. It's Cat and Garth, and like they're trying to follow each other to sound like but a it's duo. It's not a real song, and they're just I making up words. It's so good. That sounds so funny. Um, can we tell the people what we just did? Yes, we just took a call with Cameo. Yes, we did. <laughs> you it's know happening, what? you guys. First things first, Cameo. Second things second, merch. <laughs> yes. <laughs> So we're going to have some fun with Cameo. We're going to keep... So. Yeah, like... You guys, I mean, I will say, I want your opinion, like what we should target, you know, like send us the messages, slide into my DMs or email us at at casual at velvetsedge.com and tell us the angles you would like us to take or just hire I us mean, on Cameo. Yeah, I mean, we'll do the regular ones, but we want to, like, we want them to be fun for us. Tell too. them some of your ideas. Well, you know, there was a really famous one where Mark McGrath had to break up with somebody over a Cameo. I'm afraid I might like get too upset. And, yeah. So, I mean. I, Unless that person was like a dick and they cheated. I'd be like, I got this. <laughs> right, right. Yeah. Yeah. If we if you want us to break up with somebody, we need the backstory. Yeah, you gotta tell us why they're terrible. We're happy to like give your secrets to somebody. We'll even do it anonymously like, if you what? want, but we don't want to ruin anybody's life. We don't want to do we don't want to sure. do anything that's mean spirited. But if you want to play a joke on somebody and tell them that like you might have given them an S T D, we'll do a joke. Um, right? Yeah, I yeah. mean, but like, is that a joke? <laughs> <laughs> if it's not true, it is. <laughs> oh, 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 I see what you're saying. Like, we, but I don't really want to deliver that news. Yeah. Like, why don't you go be an adult? Yeah. Don't hire us on Cameo. <laughs> um, we also can have some holiday festivities. Yeah, we know. might be dressing up. We we'll might do, do some dress up ones. Um, or just answer sex and dating questions yeah. like we do on here because we're such experts. We're such experts. <laughs> Chip, when do you think the last time you had sex was? Oh, my God. I mean, honestly, 
I can't remember. Mm. I mean, it's like, I'm like a big, huge capital expert. <laughs> wow. Well, I had sex last night. Okay. So. <laughs> yeah, well, then Kelly's going to answer all the questions today. Guys, I'm going to go drink. Yes. <laughs> um, we are drinking again. I should mention that. And um, someone messaged me. Where was it? Let me find that. Another great at casual episode. Love when you guys drink and only wish they were longer. Keep oh the God. laughs coming. I felt like last week's was like an hour and I got pretty loose. I feel like when we started this, we were like, if we keep these to 20, 20 minutes, 20 minutes, it's good. Yeah. I'm going to read through some of the uh, messages I got regarding last week's episode. First of all, I need to report back that smiley fries are in fact a thing. They I got a ton are. of messages about that. It's um, by this company called McCain. Hmm. And they are in the shape of smiles and they're fries. I just got an air fryer, so I'm going to have to try them. Oh, you did? Mm -hmm. I've been wanting one. You'll have to keep me posted. You know, I'm so weird about new things. Like, Takes you a second. Well, yeah. Like, I don't want it to be dirty, so I don't like um, want to use it, but... Oh, you're one of those. Yeah. Like, when you buy something new, do you wait for the perfect time to wear it? Kind of, yeah. Uh, see, I don't. I'm like, the second I have any excuse to wear it, I do it. I um, but I am I'm not one of those people that like leaves that like sticky plastic film on things. You know what? when you get like an electronic, like sometimes they have like there's like a little plastic film, uh -huh. that like a little. Screen. Some people will leave that on as like to that's keep like it from getting scratched. That's, just, that's like I'm equivalent like, to putting plastic wrap on your sofa to me. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like you know those really psycho psycho OCD people, and they're like, yeah. you make you sit on the couch. I've never actually had to do that. I feel like that's in a TV. There's show a or there's a scene in Don't Be a Medicine Cell Central while drinking your juice in the hood, which is one <laughs> like of my the favorite longest movies title ever. ever. But there's a scene, I mean, it's obviously the movie is like really farcical and there's a scene really where what? it's like farcical. I think that's a word. I use it a lot. Farce, <laughs> you know, where the like the guy, uh, it's Sean Wayans. This is another thing I need to start every week. What big word did farcical. you use this week? Um, Sean Wayans visits his father who mm -hmm. is, is younger than him. <laughs> His father is? Okay, that's funny. His father's younger than him. But like literally everything in the house is covered in plastic. Yeah. Like the, yeah. the stove. Oh my God. Like everything he's is trying covered to keep in it plastic. Nice. Yeah, he's keep trying to keep nice. it nice. Yeah. Um, I think Dorinda Medley says that. Keep it nice. Something like that. <laughs> um, okay, another message we got said, hey, I just finished today's act casual. I cannot handle people calling me sweetheart, especially my hubby. When he does, I just don't respond. Hun Hun H U N and Hun H O N are non starters for me, also. I agree. Terrible. Um, this one came. Do you remember? This was like, God, maybe one of the first sex and dating is. What is this Episodes? called? Episode. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I want to blame stroke. COVID brain. <laughs> it was a major. <laughs> I actually think that it was the Bud Light seltzers I had last <laughs> night. <laughs> Um, this guy wrote in and he was telling us about his wife's um, vibrator and it was like the only way she could have an orgasm oh, yeah, and yeah. we were like we're so proud of you Eric for um, being open to that so he responded and he says hey Kelly I know it's been several weeks but I wanted to send you a belated thank you for responding to my questions and comments on an early sex and dating episode you will recall that I was the listener who shared that after almost a 10, 10 years of marriage, together 17 years at the time, with my amazing partner who hardly ever had an orgasm, an $80 magic wand vibrator purchased later, and she always has three to six orgasms per damn. usage. Per usage, three to six. I'm damn. like, damn. 
once a week. It she's takes, had them stored up for 17 years. I, I guess so. She's like <laughs> letting them fly free now. Yeah. It takes one to two minutes using the vibrator to have her first orgasm. One to two minutes? Boom. Never in my life. Okay. I am still amazed in amazement what a difference this purchase made in our sex life. I remember you told me on the episode you were proud of me and though you couldn't see it, I'm sure I blushed. I sincerely appreciate the feedback you and Chip gave me on that episode. I listen to every episode and I love your vibe with Chip. I know you recent, recently mentioned that many of your commenters are female. I res, represent the happily married 45-year-old demographic. Thanks for doing what you do, I Eric love it. in North Carolina. Thanks, Eric. Love Eric. And I love, I mean, we talked about this before, but like that he's not threatened by the vibrator and no. he's not like, oh, this is because I'm inadequate. It's just like it's sometimes really hard for girls to have orgasms. Well, and I think what's also important in that lesson too is like so many people are selfish when it comes to sex. Mm. And that lesson right there is about him making sure that his wife has pleasure. Yeah. Which is really fucking important. It's so important, especially after that much time. Like if you're not happy in your sex life i just feel like that's going to go downhill for your relationship 100%. don't you think that's like you'll either start, start looking, looking at elsewhere mm-hmm. <laughs> okay oh, okay um okay so we got another story from our girl Brittany. Uh, can she just move to nashville <laughs> like i mean i have two extra rooms in my house she i can mean have one for there free. you go okay Brittany. there's your invitation <laughs> By the way, like Brittany, like you have our, you have fans. <laughs> she does. You're like you we, get fan mail. We get messages about Brittany. This one's not going to disappoint either. Okay, good. <laughs> okay, ready for this one? Went on a Bumble date. Dude was go- was a total douche. Knew it wasn't going anywhere. I feel bad about this next part though. <laughs> he told me I was his first Bumble date, and I said, "Beware, because my guy friend and." My guy friend ends up really liking this chick for her to be like, okay, I got to tell you, I'm trans. I'm confused by that sentence. She's, she said her, her guy friend was on a date, really liked a girl. And oh, then she said, okay. Trans. Get to my car. Get a fucking dissertation about how he is trans. Listen, I don't judge. I don't care. I support it. However, I like dick and want kids. So I feel like you should put that on your page to give people a heads up. So I tell him I had no clue. This was like two years ago and I have learned since then. But he said, I did put it on my page. It says FTM. He said he was a medic. So I thought FTM meant firefighter to medic when I read it on his page. Lesson learned. Uh, And so she said they ended up being friends with, and then, oh wait. So I ended up being friends with someone I know. And they sent me this after I heard the story. And it's this picture of him. And it says, it's D-Day, y'all. And it's a picture of him and I'll have to post it maybe, but I feel like that's a violation. Yeah, I post he that. posted it. But anyway, he basically, I guess he got a dick. Amazing. I mean, the only Britney though, you know, I, I, I mean, mean, only Britney. Such a, <laughs> like, I just love the fireman to medic. Yeah. I think that's what she thought. Fireman to medic. I mean, well-rounded. I don't know. <laughs> okay. So we have a ton of questions to get to. So I really actually, this is what the problem when I post on Instagram, when we record the next day is then we have, or we record that day. I think that's what I did last week. So then I had all this like fall over of like more right, questions. Right. So I think we should try to get through as many as we can because okay. there's some pretty good ones. Rapid fire questions. Okay. I'll do a little rapid fire. Here's how we start. 
So I think my guy is trying to get me to lick his hole. <laughs> I knew. Oh my god! Chip was I was literally drinking wine. I almost spit it. Mid rosé sip, and I knew. I knew. I, I was tell by get your you delivery that, that you were trying to make me laugh. <laughs> but on. But this is a real question from okay. Lisa. What's the thought on this guy's perspective? From a guy's perspective, I think that's maybe the only one here is you. Uh, so. Well. <laughs> I mean, I think you should try it, but I would also huh. make sure that like um, he's prepared. Like you don't just meaning what? You, like that, clean, like taking a shower. shower and cleaned. Yeah. What about cleaned up the hair? Um, I mean, it, she might like hair. <laughs> have I ever told the busy booty story on this? I don't think you have. Oh man! But before we get to your busy booty story, I uh-huh. look. I think if he wants it, you should try it. Okay. Um, but don't just like be like, okay, time to lick your butthole. I okay, Make I sure have a like question. Clean. Okay, so that's I see that. I wouldn't even. This is like gonna sound so you know not good at sex, but like <laughs> I don't think I would know what to do to lick a butt. I mean, A to M, you know. <laughs> M- I don't know M- how to a. do. It. Oh, M to A. Yeah. Right. M T A. Um. I mean, you just kind of lick it and tongue it. Is it the same as like what a guy does to a girl, like yeah, with the clit? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's. Do you actually put your tongue in the hole? You can, yeah. Huh. Yeah, that's why you want to make sure like they're you're clean. clean. Like they didn't yeah. just go take a shit. That's right. disgusting. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel it like that's also. can be very also... pleasurable for a man. So okay. But I also think too, if you do it and you, like you're like, that's really not for me. Like I tried it. Mm-hmm. I think that's fair too. Like I think like I mean okay. Within a blowjob sometimes, you know, you're like licking all around. So I'm pretty sure I've gotten pretty close. Yeah. But like I haven't intentionally been like, let me lick your asshole. Right, right. <laughs> and I think that most of the guys I date are like, they're just such like dudes that they're like, wait, what? You know? Yeah. But I think they would probably like it if they let me do it. But mm, I don't know. Like my boyfriend now, I, I can't imagine him letting me lick his asshole. <laughs> I bet you he would. You think? I bet he would. I don't know. He, uh, I have some news about that. I'll tell you guys later. <laughs> okay, I'm going to tell the busy booty story because I think it's pretty funny, Yeah, it's right? pretty funny. So when I was like... <laughs> <laughs> this goes back to... I love when it, we we have all these stories now about how naive I used to be, right? Like, so this is when I first moved to Nashville again and I was... Um, Oh, it's right. You know, oh man, this is really tying into some other stories we told because this is right around the time of that old baseball player situation. And so my friend that I was traveling with, um, she lived in California and she had this really great lady who waxed her vag. Like that like came to her house or like you would go to a salon? You go to this, it was like her little studio, but she was European. She was, I think she was French and she, she barely spoke English. She didn't really talk to you, but she was really fucking good at her job, okay? Well, I had never been waxed before, and I was just like, I was just like, okay, sure, whatever. I've never, like, had stuff down there, but I've just gotten rid of it in different ways. So she's like, no, 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 no. You got to try my girl. She's going to change your life. And I was scared because waxing, I've heard, hurts. And so I go in. It was painful, but I've had, since had experiences that were much more painful. Like, this lady was that good. Um, but so when you're waxing, they do like the top, they do like the lips <laughs> and then they make you like get in this position. Like you're, mm, I don't even know how to describe it. Like you lay on your back, 
you pull your legs up, like you pull your knees to your shoulders and they're like getting in there to get the Like ass. you're changing a baby diaper. I guess, yeah, but you, I didn't have my legs in the air necessarily. They were just up to my shoulders. And so I'm like spread out for this lady, right? She goes into my butt. <laughs> so how am I telling this story? My mom is gonna be like, you are so insane. But literally she goes, ooh, busy booty. <laughs> I, I've never been more mortified, but I don't think I even knew I had a hair back there. So for 20, we say that to Kelly all the time. Ever, Ooh, no, busy booty. One of our friend's daughters calls me busy booty. It's mortifying. She's she doesn't know why. She doesn't but know what it means, but booty. she just like, Oh, I heard busy booty got COVID. I was like, cool. <laughs> Speaking of the diaper, my friend, Jen, um, she had a, she went to like a Russian place when we lived in New York yeah. to get waxed. And she said her woman used to be like, now lift your leg like baby diaper. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally what the lady said to me or did to me. And then she violated yeah. me by calling me busy, busy booty. booty. It was, it should have been insulting, but like, I couldn't argue it. It right. was like, okay. You're like, I haven't seen it. Can't be true. Yeah. <laughs> send me a pic. Out of sight, out of my, send me a pic. <laughs> Take a pic of that shit. <laughs> um, anyway, I would hope that your guy, cause I would assume guys, buttholes are much more hairy than girls I, think, I mean not every guy's is but how do you know i mean well i haven't seen every guy's butthole, right but i've seen a range <laughs> of them but so some guys are just hairier yeah some guys are hairier Ugh! if he has a hairy some back guys wax, though, too. wax their buttholes yeah i've i've never done it i've had friends that do it and they like hmm. they love it but the, i think the growing back part is a pain in the ass like it's like what do you it, mean like stubble yeah and it itches oh, yeah, and yeah, like, yeah 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 nobody wants an itchy butthole Mm, nobody nah. that's like a hemorrhoid Ain't nobody got time for that <laughs> Ain't nobody got time for a hemorrhoid <laughs> okay so this one comes from rachel she says asking for a friend how do you get comfortable in bed let's say if one calls you vanilla under the sheets Ugh, rude mm. how do you get comfortable being a freak in the sheets for me being a dirty whore in bed is embarrassing and hard, <laughs> and hard for me to do i'm married and all and not talking slutty or anything i just hit 40 and looking for a way to change things up in the bedroom i'm sure my hubby would welcome the change, but so not comfortable saying dirty things or making noises. How does one get there? Or are you just different way? Are there just different ways married people have sex these days? Hmm. What do you think, Chip? Well, I'm not married, but um, so it's, I'm not speaking from experience. Mm. I'm also pretty celibate at this point, but <laughs> um, I digress. I think that maybe start like don't wait till you're in bed to broach this subject like mm. start out of the bedroom mm -hmm. and say you know you've called me vanilla i want to fix that like what are some things that really turn you on and and then be like acknowledge that there's discomfort and you're step like i'm willing to do this i'm stepping out of my comfort zone can we at least laugh through it for a bit and then i think you'll find a place where it's like you know what, like acting slutty might feel really empowering or like mm. having him talk to you like you're slutty or I don't know what it is. Like find out what it is that like turns him on and give him the license to be honest because true. That's I, think, I think maybe there isn't something that like they're not being completely open with each other if it's they're happily married and they ha they're having sex, but it's not, they still feel vanilla like somebody's holding something back. So I think start as, as a conversation. 
and yeah. then take it to the sheets. And it's not, I don't think it's going to be perfect the first time. You're going to have to get there. But I think eventually just being honest about it outside of the bedroom will, will spice things up inside the bedroom. I actually think that's really good. I also think it's like when you've had sex with someone for so many years, you just like figure out what's going to get them off. What like, how do we do this easy? And sometimes you just get stuck in the motions and you forget to do the whole excitement part of sex, you know, or like the buildup or the foreplay like we talk about. Um, So I do think, I think it's a kind of a a really great idea to actually be like, okay, let's talk about it. Like, what are you wanting from me? I will say like, I have a hard time with dirty talk. I think I've said that before. Yeah, it makes me laugh too. It's just like so stupid. Like if I'm in the moment and something comes to my head, then I'm going to fucking say it. Right. But like, if he would say to me like, ooh, talk dirty, I'm like, what do you want me to say? I'd be like, I just farted. <laughs> or it's just like, ooh, baby, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like then it's you just feel like, like you're making a shitty porno. Well, like, and it's yeah, if it's not natural, it's yeah. just frustrating. So the other thing I would say though, okay, so I did this um, podcast earlier this week with this lady. Her name's Davi Maisha, and she is all about like sensual energy and finding the balance and like releasing the trauma that you might have around sex and owning your own power. And the more we talk the more um, I kind of think about this and I, I, this message made me think of it a lot but within yourself if you're not in touch sexually or in, t- in, in a free place sexually or like loving yourself that way it might be hard to bring that to a partner you know like you kind of have to get there first to where you're comfortable right. where you're um, you know what you want when yeah. you're in touch with your own power in that capacity so that might be, you know, Rachel, maybe you need to spend some time with your magic wand. Yeah. <laughs> or or it's if there's like some sort of fear that's blocking, like unlo- unleashing the freaky side. Yes. Like, like just what is that? push past the fear and unlock it and try it one night and see how your husband reacts. I also think, too, that like maybe save it for the next time you're on vacation. So you're like in a new space and it's like you can kind of role play and it doesn't feel like because nothing is normal. Yeah. It doesn't feel as abnormal. You can be like, you know, get a sexy outfit and like flip the script a little bit. Yeah. I like that idea. Or always buy sexy lingerie too. That's like the great way. Agent provocateur, my friends. Um, this guy, Justin, he emails me all the time. He says, do you have incredible orgasms? <laughs> oh, Justin. Depends. Oh, Justin. <laughs> Not every night. Wouldn't you like to know? <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Um, okay. This says, how do you safely send your significant other spicy videos or pics if they live 2,000 miles away? Put it in the fucking cloud. I mean, I just like let that shit hang loose. <laughs> I think I've talked about it before. Like, I just don't. You don't. I think it depends on like how significant that other is. Oh, I I agree with that. Like you don't do the don't do that with like a rando. And never or, put your or, face in it. <laughs> never put your face in it. Even if it is your boyfriend. I did there's an app called Signal. What's that? It's it's a communications app. Okay. Um that's like super encrypted apparently. Hmm. Um and you can download Signal. I mean it works just like a texting app like WhatsApp or something like yeah. that. I was um, going to say WhatsApp. Would that yeah, work? Yeah, you can do that. I don't know that how encrypted WhatsApp is. What about Snapchat? Don't they go away? Snapchat does go away, and you get alerted if they screenshot it. Yeah. So maybe, maybe just that's use Snap. Maybe that's a safe bet. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. I don't really know if I have the right answer to that, because I just... But I do think the right answer is never 
put your face or even identify, like if you have a, a specific tattoo that someone can identify you by. Right. Try and just make it look as innocuous as possible. They'll know it's you. I literally was just you don't sitting need here. To, your mom to know it's you. No, I was just sitting here and I'm like, oh, I just let that shit fly. And I'm like, next thing you know, tomorrow on TMZ. It's like <laughs> my, my fucking porn videos out or something. <laughs> that would be my last. What kind of tattoos do you have? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that one foot tattoo I'm trying to get rid of. <laughs> If you know anything about me, you know I am a massive creature of comfort. It is one of my top priorities in life to make my surroundings comfortable at all times. So when I found Cozy Earth, I quickly scooped up all of the luxurious bedding and loungewear that I could. It felt very on brand for me, but then I went on a trip with a girlfriend not too long ago where she could not stop commenting on how cute and comfy my pajamas were, which then made me realize they may also be my new favorite travel companion as well. Guys, I am not kidding when I say you will experience unmatched softness and smoothness with all of Cozy Earth's products. The temperature-regulating bamboo joggers and pullover crew add comfort and a touch of style to any travel ensemble, and their bedding comes in the most adorable totes, making it a super easy gift to give anyone. Discover your next destination for ultimate comfort at Cozy Earth. Visit CozyEarth.com and use our code Velvet's Edge at the checkout for an exclusive 35% off and let them know we sent you when you're at the checkout. Bean Dad, The Dress, 30 to 50 Feral Hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus, where every week I take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who were they? What made them so notorious? Why did the internet choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? I'll be talking to internet historians, experts, and yes, the main characters themselves to get a fuller picture. Because I think that even outside individual experiences, a character of the day tells us something about how the internet worked at that time and how the attention economy developed into the freaky three-headed dragon it is today. Together, we probably won't be able to properly log out, but we can take a walk down scary internet memory lane and see one day a little more clearly. Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step. And you don't know what it is yet. You need God to show you your next step. Because God, I can't stay where I am, like I am, where it is. This isn't going to work. I, I have to move on, but I don't know where. A lot of time you'll use it as an excuse. Well, I don't know how, I don't know where, I don't know what. God, if you show me, God, if you tell me, God, if, no, 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 no. You know enough right now. And if you needed to know more, he would show you. Hey, this is Stephen Furtick. I want to invite you to listen to my podcast, Elevation with Stephen Furtick. I am here to help you for the battles that you face in life, for the times when you feel discouraged, for the times that you need guidance from God. I want to give you the truth of what he says about you to help you rise to your full potential. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, this one comes from Brittany. She says, funny story, a booty call came over to my place after hitting me, hitting up the bars on a Friday night. He was a slob kebab hot mess. Did I read this one last week? 
don't think so. I don't remember slop kebab. Super unprofessional, but I've read it a couple times, so I just can't remember if I actually said it. I'm just going to say it anyway, and you tell me if it sounds okay. familiar. It was such a turnoff, there was no way sex was happening because he was too drunk. I had to get this guy out, but he wasn't picking up on my hints to get the fuck out. I didn't know what to do, so I told him I was I was sober. Wait, Shomer Shabob Shabos? Oh, and that I had to observe the Sabbath. <laughs> oh, Shabbat. She misspelled all of it. Okay. Maybe she was saying sober Shabbat. Yeah. She's doing sober Shabbat. And then I, that I had to observe the Sabbath. I told him I wasn't even supposed to have any lights or electronics on. <laughs> and he had to go, so I didn't break Meanwhile, any rules. Meanwhile, she'd been texting him. <laughs> She's like sitting in the dark. Yeah. Um, he looked very confused and said I was we- I was weird and scooted on out. LOL. I will never forget. So, so ridiculous, but glad it worked out. <laughs> That's amazing. She could also just be like, oh, God, I've got the shits. Oh, that would be a That'll make a guy That'll leave. be a turn off. You're like, hey, want to do M to A? <laughs> Why do I keep saying A to M? Like, my boyfriend and I always make that joke. And I'm like, oh, A to M tonight, babe. Wink, wink. Mm-hmm. But it's actually I guess not. If you stick your ass on his oh, mouth. Oh, ass just, to mouth. Yeah. Like he would. Okay. You would do mouth to ass mm-hmm. or ass to mouth. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I guess either works. The same thing. Okay. This one's a long one. Are we ready for it? Yep. It's from Quran. And he wants our advice on how to handle a situation. Okay. He said, do you think a 24 year old recent college grad woman can truly be into a 37 year old established successful man? First of all. Okay. I'm just going to keep my mouth shut. Okay, sorry. I feel like I'm getting deuced after she was so into me for the first four weeks of dating. Then we had sex and she spent the night and then all of a sudden she became distant and supposed, supposedly because I asked her to commit to me only. So she got a little rattled. I don't know. I feel like there's more that she won't tell me and now I largely get short talk and silent treatment. She told me on the second date how she would want to marry me and meet my mom and sister and all this shit. I thought she was real and genuine and she might have been and might have been caught up in the dream of the future with me, but I don't think she really knows what she wants. And we talked all day, every day on FaceTime, Snap, audio, text. Then all of a sudden, after four weeks of lovey-dovey dating and talking, she suddenly went short talking to me and being distant for the most part of this past week. She told me I didn't do or say anything wrong, but she doesn't want to commit to someone and possibly move out of state for a job, which she has been doing some of lately. I think her heart is genuine. She likes me, but she's fearing something that she doesn't think I can fix. I told her all of my feelings and I put my whole poker hand on the table in a long text, which she has not replied to. Should I just let it go and be patient and expect some feedback from her or just move on? And maybe me falling for this girl was a mistake. Everything was mutual. And she said and seemed to like me a lot. Well, I mean, I hate to break it to you, Quran. I don't think she's that into you. And look, it's you sound like a good dude. You sound like you got your shit together. You actually sound like you, you could be a catch like you. It, what's interesting about this is it is kind of a role reversal. It's usually mm-hmm. like the guy who like acts like he's in love until he gets that piece of ass and then he's out. And I think this is a classic role reversal where she kind of played in for some dick and then yeah. she's not looking for a relationship. I mean, she's she is. I look, I do. I think to answer his initial question, can someone that age 
be serious about someone his age? Absolutely. But I don't think that's a blanket statement. You know, it sounds like she's questioning whether or not she wants to even live in that city. So if there's a possible job opportunity that would cause her to move, like, I can understand why she might not want to settle down, um, especially at that age. Well, it sounds like she misled a bit. Talking about marriage on the second date. Right. But to me, that's like red flag, red flag. Like, it's like the when you move too fast, you know that something isn't right. Like, that's not a real connection. That's just some sort of weird chemistry thing or some sort of weird, like, I, I don't even know what you call that. But um, to me, it sounds like she's very immature. So, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you might be dodging a bullet and to cut mm-hmm. your losses... My astrologer says rejection is your best protection. That is a, that's I mean, that's a good one. It's hard to accept rejection sometimes, but it's like, if you're being rejected, there is a reason usually that like the universe is trying to protect you from that situation. And like, I I get it. And I know it's painful, especially like, I mean, as a girl, I think we've been in these situations a lot, like you say, but to me, it's an immaturity thing. So it doesn't matter guy or girl. It's like, she's talking all this stuff and then all of a sudden maybe he came on a little too strong. Like four weeks is not that long to be fully pouring your heart out. But if you're in line with someone, it doesn't matter and it doesn't scare him away. Right. So right. I would just say maybe it's time to move on. Yeah. Move. She doesn't deserve you, man. Like you sound like you're like, you got a good head on your shoulders. You're ready to commit. Like fuck her. Yeah. And at least you got some tail. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> Seriously, most most guys put in four weeks and don't get in the ass. True. I hope she was hot. I hope, I hope she, she was too. I hope she didn't have a busy booty. <laughs> um, I hope she does, and nobody ever wants it again. I don't know. The only thing that kind of threw me too is like, and this is like super judgmental. Okay, so my boyfriend is nine years older than me, so I do think there's maturity. Like, I just think guys and girls are so different, but I'm just curious, like what in some scenarios, what is too much of an age gap? Do you know what I mean? Like 37 to 24 sounds like a significant different place in life, especially in those particular years. Like that's what I mean. Cause that's what seven, 14 years, 13 years. If you make that like 50 and 63, it's right. a little different. You're sort of in the sunset of your life. Yeah. Ooh, God, that makes it sound old. Um, <laughs> the sunset I'm like of your rapidly life. approaching my sunset, you guys. <laughs> Let's make these next five years. Count. This is the rosé talking. I need to I get feel. laid before my sunset. I'm rapidly years. approaching the sunset. <laughs> but I think at that age, it, it it does like right out of college. Like it's a it's a brand new chapter of life. I was a disaster right out of yeah. college. Like, I mean, it's just like, you don't know what you want. You don't even, you're barely even like know what you want to do with your career unless you're just super ahead or advanced, you know? And so like, how the fuck are you going to be able to know what you want from a relationship? Right. And when you're 37, especially as a guy that, I mean, he said that he's successful. He told us that. So, <laughs> I mean, look. Good, I, own it. Good for you. Go dude. find some woman that wants a successful man. Yeah, or maybe go for a cougar who already oh, has her yeah. shit together too, you know? I don't know. I don't, I'm not into this 24-year-old situation. Yeah, I th- I think you can do better. Yeah. Okay, let's move on. This is from Erica. I've actually had a similar situation, so this is pretty funny. She said, um, kind of funny. My fiance was going down on me years ago and all of a sudden started tasting blood and thought I got my period. <laughs> 
disgusting. Oh, no. Oh, he no. then realizes he got a bad bloody nose. We ended up sitting on the floor with peroxide, cleaning the sheets at like 11 p.m. on a Wednesday. It was so awkwardly funny. <laughs> I've had that happen before. A bloody nose from bloody, eating you out? A bloody... It's not from eating you out. I don't know if he's going in there aggressively, <laughs> knocked anyone, his nose. Does anyone say eating out anymore? <laughs> I mean, what do you say? Munching box? Well, why don't you do the noise that you do? <laughs> Hitting all the walls. Um, no, you just say like going down on a girl. Eating out. Cunnilingus. Cunnilingus. <laughs> I don't know. Eating out. It sounds disgusting. But it also reminds me of like a Cardi B song Chowing or something. Box. You know? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway. It, yeah. Like I had one. It was a couple boyfriends ago <laughs> and he got a bloody nose. <laughs> he got a bloody nose. Wow. during and so he came up and there was blood like all over my stomach like it was like weird you're just like I, I didn't know what was happening i was like oh my god am i dying <laughs> <laughs> but no he yeah, had a I, mean, I guess it could happen well i'm telling I mean, you it happened yeah, what do you mean i guess well, it could like happen. what would cause is that just someone being prone to bloody noses or you know, were they happens. like i don't know maybe he was doing blow who knows it, <laughs> for all yeah, i know very well with that been. boyfriend could have yeah. been um this girl says i think yeah this is the girl she said do you ever feel like you hold out on sex if you really really like the person but then accidentally hook up with the ones you don't like as much like the one i don't like as much won't hurt me or something i mean look i think we've been conditioned to think that like sleeping with someone too soon is a recipe for it to end sure so it would make sense that like somewhere in your subconscious you would be like well, this one actually seems like it might work and I really like him, so I'm not going to fuck it up by just sleeping with him. Yeah. I also think, too, it like it really can sort of protect your connection to like really nurture that connection before just fucking because, yeah. you know, back to Quran, like, I mean, may maybe that's it destroyed the connection by just like having sex too soon. I mean, I hate to sound like a, you know, four weeks. I don't know, like man, you really I, are like. Trust me, I'll, I'll fuck there. on the first date. I, I don't care. <laughs> but I'm definitely like I'm single. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so I um, I I kind of get. What, was this written by a woman or who, who you said yeah, wrote this? This was a woman. Yeah, I mean, I kind of get that. Like, not wanting. Look, I can remember when I was younger, like not wanting to have sex because i thought that like even if i brought it up mm -hmm. it would feel like that's all i cared about oh. so i i wanted things to feel like there was like this really natural transition to it or like the moment where it's just like okay now it's just happening yeah rather than even being like yo do you want to have sex like yeah it just seemed like it was forcing it and i never wanted that to feel like that's all i cared about yeah and i felt like if i brought it up ever as part of conversation that's what it would look like no matter how long i'd been dating somebody so it would um, often take me a while to have sex with somebody. Now I'll like fuck on the first date. I don't care. I just think it's all about like stop overanalyzing. Like well, feel also, it out in the moment. You know. I also think it's really fair to ask for what you want. Yeah. And I think too, there's lots of instances where it's like all both people want is just to get laid that night, and that's fair. Fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, this girl asked me, "How has sex and dating been since you've been kicked off the show?" LOL. No, I mean, I would love to dive deeper into this, but 
<laughs> I signed First an NDA all, that doesn't exist. Well, yeah, I signed an NDA that doesn't exist. I signed a contract, but it's up, bitches. It's up, bitches. <laughs> Let's talk some truth. I'm just first of all I want to say kicked off the show I wasn't kicked off the show I stopped filming because the first time I went in to go film I knew the second I walked in I was like I'm being set up by a certain person that was sitting on the couch with me so like I'm not gonna yeah like I'm not gonna film anymore when I'm not an executive producer and I have zero control over what they showed said did lied about all of those things um sex and dating since the show thank you for asking <laughs> has been just fine (laughs) (laughs) it's been better because there's a lot less stress in your life well honestly so when we were going into season three i was pretty stressed out because my boyfriend who um is actually going to do the podcast next week and so you guys will hear from him finally but he's he's not in the public eye at all and he is like so not into that part of my life like not like he's not in in a supportive way but he doesn't care and he doesn't really want to be in the public eye and so I was so stressed out about going into season three. Like, what am I going to do? Am I going to fake like I'm not dating someone? Am I going to say I'm dating someone, but then like that puts him in a weird position? Yeah. Yeah, Like it was like this really big question in my mind. And so maybe that was the universe saving me because I didn't have to go through that. But um, yeah, I don't know. Like it's been a blessing to me that I haven't had to make those kind of decisions for my relationship because other shit was going on. That was not a blessing to me. But yeah, like, you've been able to actually focus on what matters now. Yeah. And that's having great sex and being present with your boyfriend. Exactly. This girl's and not worrying about some fake ass drama. Okay. <laughs> As he pops his other rose. <laughs> Don't mind. I am drinking canned rose. Canned rose. But you know what? It's actually the cutest can ever. What's the company called? It's called Bev, and they're not a sponsor, but made we'll... by chicks. I love it's this. A, yeah, it's a female brand. Drink by drink it's cute. Bev. That's good too. They're not a sponsor, but they should be. I, I was listening to Dax today and he referenced some brand like there. It's like just very conversational. And he's like, blah, blah, blah. And like reference a brand and goes, and they're not a sponsor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, oh, that's cute. I know. I mean, it is kind of funny because sometimes you talk about stuff you like and you forget that people always think that yeah. they're spon- you're sponsored yeah, by them. Um, this girl says, I mean, I'm just nosy and I want to know if you're still dating that guy. Yes. And he will be on the podcast next week. So stay tuned. And that's not nosy. That's caring. I know. I actually don't think, and it's not nosy because I put my life yeah. out there. So you're entitled to ask basically whatever you want. <laughs> Doesn't mean I'll answer, but, um, okay. How are you supposed to be okay with a guy you met four weeks ago, sleeping with other women because we're talking and getting to know each other. It feels wrong somehow for my self-esteem and ego. We can't do silence. No, I I was taking a deep breath and I did it nasally. Oh, you did it Um, into the mic, so it makes it better. I look, I think if he's being honest with you about it, like you kind of have to appreciate that, right? I would say if you don't want to sleep with someone who's sleeping with other people, do not sleep with them yet. Yeah, like that's on you in a way. Like I wouldn't be comfortable with it either. That's a me thing. Like I can't do sex with someone who's having sex with other people. Um, but, but I also think it's a good sign that he's being honest about that because there are plenty of guys out there that are fucking other people and not telling you. That's fair. I wonder what the conversation is. I want more information. Like, did he actually tell her? Does she just know that? You know, because she said in quotes, we're talking four weeks though. Like 
this is such a girl move that I'm about to do. But like four weeks and I'm sleeping with you, like I'm kind of like, just stop fucking screwing other girls. Right. Like Shit or get off the pot. Exactly. Like either, where is this going? You know, you you do start to do that thing. I mean, the two month mark for me is like a very much safe place to be like, where the fuck is this going? So is is that, is, is your desire to not sleep with someone who's also sleeping with someone else? Lots of a safety thing or is it an emotional thing? Both. Yeah. I mean, I think for me, you know, and I say this often, like I definitely think I'm different than a lot of girls or maybe I'm, I'm not so different. I think there's maybe more girls like me. They just don't know how to talk about it. But like I, uh, yeah, I got cheated on so bad. Like it is such a trauma place for me. And so I just can't like, I just can't. Yeah. I physically, my body will shut down. Like yeah. I can't enjoy sex. If I knew my partner was with someone else, like I, I don't even know. I guess if it was a hook, it's called a hookup at that point. But like, yeah, I just I would I would just not be able to do it. Like yeah. I definitely wouldn't be able to orgasm or like be free. Right. You know, like my body but would just be so shut. What if the dick shut- was that good? No dick is that fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> my vibrator's better. No. <laughs> <laughs> for me it depends on the dick really well i mean i've never I, met a dick so good that i'm like he can I have think, bad well behavior. i think it depends on like where you are in the relationship like for me for me it's less would be less the emotional thing and more about the safety thing mm-hmm. um like but STDs. i mean yeah there's there's definitely ways to have safe sex, safe sex but sure. like nothing is perfect but also sex with a condom is not very yeah, fun. Not fun like it's just there's a lot of stuff that comes with that that i'm just like yeah i don't want to be restricted that way right yeah so i guess it is a safety but mostly emotional safety situation right. for me well i mean look if you're not feeling safe it certainly affects the emotions too for sure yeah. and like <laughs> i was about to go nothing drives me up faster <laughs> And then I caught myself, but then I said it anyway. So there you <laughs> cheers go. to that. Okay. So we got a lot of questions the week before about ball play. <laughs> Juggling. <laughs> and I didn't, I have totally mentioned it on my Instagram and I completely forgot to mention it in the podcast. Um, but I want your opinion because obviously you have balls mm-hmm. and you play with balls. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you're like our ball expert. Baller. Um, maybe, you know, your balls have a couple cobwebs right now, but let's just pretend <laughs> like the they don't. Okay. <laughs> okay. Um, so this says, yes, ball play. Uh, I want to know all about it. Like with your hands, with your tongue, with your mouth, one at a time, two at a time. What about the taint? I don't know. Help. <laughs> I mean, kind of yes to all. Here's, here's Tell the us thing more. too. It's like. Balls can be, look, some people like rough play with balls. Balls can also be very okay. sensitive. Mm. The thing about your balls is um, the ball sack and the mm. ball are not like one thing. So a testicle can get twisted, which is an incredibly painful thing. Has that happened to you? No, it has not. Thank God. Um, but it is an incredibly like painful like but, i don't know what's happening i'm going to the emergency room situation she's raising her hand i have a question yeah a testicle can get twisted from someone sucking on your ball no but playing with it they're like it just oh, pulling on it whatever like oh. but yeah i mean i guess if you yeah if someone was sucking on yeah. your balls like violently um and i don't I know mean, we're just trying to figure out how to do it at all and you're like taking it to a violence place <laughs> like why did it get so dark i don't know i'm trying to protect dude's balls um 
Do I, you look, like I, to I, have your balls sucked? Yes. Okay. Do you like to have them sucked or like juggled? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I like to have them played with. I mean, they're sensitive. So, like, what does it feel like? I mean, it feels good, um, but like, they, they they can be sensitive. I imagine, like, I don't have breasts. At least, like, I'm not supposed to. <laughs> <laughs> I don't have good ones. I loved your face um, when you said that. So I'm not supposed. I'm not supposed to, to but I do kind of have man titties. <laughs> um, but you know, uh, I am like to me, it's kind of they're kind of like the male version of tits. So it's like okay, like, like my nipples are so sensitive. Yeah, so balls is it like can be that? pretty sensitive. Yeah, but like in a good way. Yeah, but they can also be like they can hurt. Well, I don't really want someone to like bite the shit out of my nipple. Totally, like right. maybe a little nibble. Yeah. But like, okay, so it's like I think that. like licking and okay. sucking on balls. Like, okay. start with that. Licking and sucking. I don't think the taint. I don't think there's a whole lot that like goes on with the taint unless you're applying pressure because the taint is kind of where the the G the male G spot is like under Perhaps. that the taint mm. inside mm. and under. Mm. So if there's some if you're applying pressure on the outside, right, you just push a little yeah, bit or do that, little finger but like marches. Licking the taint, like not so much. Not so much. It's, I mean, that's a little pressure though, right? With your I mean, tongue. I mean, depends on how hard your tongue is. That's true. Okay, so I have a couple notes mm-hmm. that I've been told, and I want your opinion. Um, with the sucking the balls. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Let's reference. How did we this. get here? <laughs> this, is, this is our life. Um, so with the sucking the balls. <laughs> we, I mean, we can't even look at each other, you guys. <laughs> Back to sucking I've, the balls. I've been, told, <laughs> I've been told that while you're sucking, <laughs> I can't look at you in the eye right now. While you're sucking, you should also be jacking him off because you can't just like leave the dick yeah i mean look, why did i turn 14 my, my, i can't your my glasses, glasses are, are falling my, I'm like, is, I'm my face is hot. I'm hot right now do you have the heat on in here no i'm God. literally I'm having a fucking outside. hot flash i'm not going through menopause What's okay. Happening? <laughs> okay i mean yeah look the truth is most guys like the dick is where it's really at so right. don't don't, That's what my don't abandon He's like, the I don't dick. even really care about the balls. But like sometimes I'm like, but don't you want me to move around? Yeah, don't abandon the dick. Like keep your hand on it. So you gotta keep off. moving yeah. while you like you don't want to yeah. just go down to the balls or the right. taint. Okay. So then another thing, unless it's like lead up to getting to the dick. Like you're if like it's, teasing it. Yeah, if it's like, like foreplay, you're like, I'm going to suck that Like you're working your way toward it. Yeah. Yeah, okay, okay. That makes sense. Okay, I mean, that's interesting. The boss of the balls are sensitive, but the, the dick is where it's yeah, at. Yeah, I mean, imagine if like your guy was like playing, paying attention to your vag. Okay. Your puss, I'm whatever imagining. we want to call it. Like, it's weird. To, and then was like, okay, I'm just going to play with your tits now. You'd be like, um, you forgot about the fucking main act. Okay. Well, you know, I have something to say about that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> he gets like, oh he goes, right? she's like, I come when my tits. No, I literally home. one time did like I, my nipples are so sensitive and I don't think that's true for every girl. I don't know what my Same thing is. with guys. There's some guys that like, yeah, like literally get off by having their nipples played with guys. Guys. Too, really? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It, it was shocked me. It like literally shocked me, but it happened. Yeah. There was like a little play downstairs, but like not very much and definitely not penetration. And I, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I'll be sure not to rub against you too, 
too often. Uh, sometimes, like when I don't wear a bra, I'm like, oh god, well, I gotta whoa that shirt. You like quiver <laughs> that material. Silk, baby. Um, I'm looking. At, okay, this is it's the long one too, and I think this is probably our last one. Um, this is from Brent. You know what I love? We're getting more messages from guys. I love that. I absolutely love it. Um, this guy says, I used to work with a girl started as a friendship working out and we just decided to exclusively quarantine together with built people. You guys listen, I'm drinking when I do this. You, <laughs> you have got, right. you've got to type correctly. Okay. He says together with built a relationship. I'm going to go with together. We built a, we relationship. Built a relationship. Okay. Mm-hmm. What's our best guess? Brent. Or should there be a Brett? Period. I'm not sure. Together, We're going to move we on. I don't think it's that important. Yeah. Okay. okay. Anyway, with COVID, a dating life became a living together situation very quickly. I understand that. However, things were great. Weekly date nights, etc. Until two weeks ago, I woke up and she asked that we take time apart. She felt that I was too reliable on her and that if I were around, she couldn't do her naps. <laughs> her book reading or her time to herself even though she enjoyed my company who is this girl who has well, wait, time I, I kind of get it and I, we'll, we'll let you finish this. okay sorry i'm all i'm just like i look i i get her perspective or is like, she... here's the thing they they were they were work friends and then they moved they in started together, together they moved in together so That's... their new normal became we're together 24 7 it's a lot it's a lot so it's, it's a, a lot. lot so yeah. i think it's fair for her to set some boundaries and say wait a minute like i, I kind of miss my alone time and yeah. it's not has nothing to do with you it has everything to do with me and what i need and and I, look, I I am such a creature of habit that like I would be just like him. Like, oh, this is what we do. We do everything together. That's what we do. We're twenty four seven. And and if something started to change, I'd be like, why are you acting weird? Right. Like, but I get I get what she's saying. I mean, I hear it too. I just think it made me laugh that he was like, she I love can't he's, do. He's totally the girl in this situation. Totally. <laughs> but like, I'm but stereotyping. Also, like, but her her reasoning is she can't do her naps her book reading or time to herself like it, those th- i don't know why those yeah, i mean things- i wonder if he's like what are you reading well i guess <laughs> what like reading? what are you doing like just let her go to the back room then and take a yeah, fucking nap, a nap man yeah okay yeah long- well, yeah maybe she needs to just fucking speak up yeah agreed long story short it's been two weeks i've seen her a few times at our workout sessions but she's told me as of recent as recent as today that it may be easier to talk as friends in a couple weeks. I know we can be great. We just need to slow it down. She's agreed to meet up in a couple weeks to talk. What do I do? Do I cut off communication? Do I stop working out? Is it even worth it? I think you say, I really like you. I dig you. I'm going to give you the space that you need. Mm-hmm. Make her miss you, man. Like, She has literally had a year's worth of time with you in six months. It's true. Quarantine. Give her a break. Sped it all up. And and you know what? If she doesn't miss you, fuck her. Well, right. He said he ended. The last thing he said was both families have met. No fights ever. She's just super to herself and independent. I'm struggling because I'm 38 and I could see myself with her long term. Well, I got to give her the space. I I think think you like lay it out. Let her know how you feel and say, but I respect you. I know this has been hard on both of us. Yeah. Let me know when you like want to pick this up. It's just fucking weird times. The other weird thing is, is you know, what's unfortunate is sometimes, especially in this situation, like they're not 
actually boyfriend and girlfriend doesn't sound like they ever really went there you might need to play a little hard to get to make her be like oh damn i do want this guy yeah do you know what i mean i hate that you have to do that but like there is something about our human psyche sometimes that if someone's too available you kind of yeah i mean and maybe make her lay it out like yeah you know maybe say like are you are you fine if I date other people at this point? Right. You know, like know what the the boundaries are. Make her give real boundaries. Yeah. And then go about your life. And if it's meant to be, it's meant to be. And it's so cliche, but it's kind of true. If it's meant to be, it'll be, oh it'll be. How do we get here? We're going to have to pay the licensing now. Though. How did we get here? Oh, how did we get here? Okay. <laughs> we got to go. We gotta, we gotta, On that note, we, we better go. We got some ninky to eat. <laughs> We're about to go eat hibachi. Hibachi. Uh, I hope I get a shrimp thrown in my throat. <laughs> That's like the most fun thing is when they throw it up in the air and you have to catch it. Oh, like you a love grape. Things thrown down your throat. Oh, you, girl? Wow. I All do right. Okay. <laughs> on that note. Um, hey, you guys be on the lookout for our cameo page. Hopefully, we'll be launching, I'm going to say maybe week, by next week. Um, we'll keep you guys posted on my Instagram at Velvet's Edge. Chip is at Chip Dorsch. Always keep these messages coming to at casual at velvetsedge.com. You can always DM us as well. We love the like dirty shit. I, I mean, <laughs> clearly. God, I'm so this. glad my mom only has a flip phone. Ugh, unfortunately, my mom listens. So, my I mean, dad only does Facebook, so he doesn't know shit. No, these people don't know. Yeah. My parents, on the other hand, are like, oh God, our daughter. <laughs> They're like on their knees. They're just praying. <laughs> um, well, you. Bean Dad, the dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too. 16th Minute of Fame is a new weekly podcast hosted by me, Jamie Loftus. And every week we take a closer look at an internet character of the day. Who are they? What made them so notorious? How did the internet or the algorithm choose them? And what does a person do when they're suddenly confronted with more attention than the human psyche can handle? Listen to 16th Minute of Fame on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Elevation with Stephen Furtick podcast was created with you in mind. This is a podcast for those feeling discouraged or needing guidance from God. Together in this podcast, we'll dive deep into scripture, uncover the powerful truths that will help you rise above your limitations and embrace your full potential. We're here to equip you with the tools you need to conquer life's challenges. Listen to Elevation with Stephen Furtick every Sunday and Friday on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It's like the police knew who he was before they got here. From iHeart Podcasts. The medical school dean at USC was leading a secret double life. Breathing. Right now? Yes, he's absolutely breathing. I'm a doctor, actually. A story about money, power, and corruption. When people fall in line, they fall in line. Looking back, I realized, oh, everyone knew. I'm Paul Pringle, an investigative reporter for the LA Times. Listen to Fallen Angels, a story of California corruption, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. 